Welcome to True Health Live, your favorite public health podcast. We are live on YouTube, Facebook, and audio on your favorite podcast platforms. If you're interested in public health, then this is the space for you. Greetings, everyone. Can we be heard? I'm not sure. Hopefully we can be heard. Peace, everyone. How are you doing? We haven't been here in a minute. It's been a month. (laughs) Peace, peace. It's good to be here, right? To be back. (laughs) Hi, everyone. So I am Gigi MPH, also known as Yafe. And as usual, I'm joined with my beautiful co-host, Ayana Angel. I am Yakira Eden or Precious Stephanie. Um, Happy to be here. And I'm Anishka Gopilal. Um, also happy to be here and join the conversation again. <laughs> okay, so today we are talking about, as the thumbnail said, fashion affects our health. So it's more of a statement. When normally, sometimes we do, we have we ask a question, but it doesn't mean that there's not a question there. But I think sometimes we know um, certain realities or we know certain truths and so it's um it's important to call them out right so in this case um we're talking about fashion and how it affects our health or fashion affects public health however you want to say it because it is the truth um and i'm going to just jump over to the chat really quick peace on the radio peace master menulek how are you please feel free to join in um as i said we're talking about fashion and not necessarily from the the general sense where we always talk about fashion and mental health and we'll get into that but really about how it affects our physical health as well as like the environment which which also does trickle down to our physical health um these are things that we should be aware of these are issues that are being you know, discussed, um, but not necessarily, you know, in the mainstream, because why? Fashion is a big industry. It's a billion dollar industry, you know, and, and much like other industries, you know, some in health, healthcare, who wants to disrupt, um, you know, that money flow, right? So then, you know, not everything gets the attention that it deserves. Um, so the first thing, you know, let's start out like, well, what is, what is fashion, right? And, you know, it, it is our, it can be our personal style. It can be the, the, the our mode, you know, of the, the style of, of the season of a given people, right? Or a particular person. It is something that is used to um, identify. Um, it is a lot of times, you know, form over function. It, most times, especially when we think about high fashion, because it's like, well, what, what do we need that for? Don't get me wrong, because I love looking at me some beautiful gowns, <laughs> but it's like, what, do I need it? No, I'm not going to use it. Probably not, you know, unless I'm going to some sort of shishi fa event, a wedding or something. And even then, some of the extravagance of some of these things are not, are not necessary. Even for those individuals who do, you know, wear those types of garments on a, on a regular basis, they don't necessarily repeat them, you know? So then what happens to all of those clothing? All of that clothing. So that's what we're going to get into um, today. So, um, and please feel free to put into the chat, you know, you know, what is fashion? You know, what your idea of fashion is. So, um, question that I did have is like, when we think about fashion, remember I mentioned style. Do we pick our own style? That was, a, that's a question. Like, do we pick our own style? Or is it something 
that is manufactured for us or, you know, subtly or subliminally manufactured and then we go along with it. So put some of your answers in the chat. And if you're watching this after, you know, feel free to put some of your answers um, in the comments and we'll definitely get back to you and, and dialogue with you on, you know, what some of your thoughts are. But I would like to hear from you ladies. Like, what do you think? Like, do we pick our fashion? You pick your own style? <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I think our style is just heavily influenced by what we see, right? Because what is style? Who, who, who brought it up? Like, where did it come from? Things like that. So I think everyone is just influenced from what they see, rather to be like in their personal lives, like with folks walking in the streets or what they see on television and entertainment. Um, and then you get to kind of pick and choose, you know, what's, what is representation of who you are, how you feel. And for me personally, I would say a little bit of both because I may see something I'm like, oh, that's that's too extravagant. That's not that's not me, right? Or I may see something and I'm like, oh, that that's a pretty color. I think it looks nice on my complexion. So my style varies. It does. Sometimes I am influenced on things that I like that rep are more representative of how how it makes me feel. Um, you know how that saying goes, like it's the um, like a particular color looks good against your skin, right? And so like, I, I look at things like that, like, oh, this color complements my complexion or whatever the case is. And for me, it's what makes me feel good on the inside um, and I'll wear it. Also um, to take it a step further, if it's a particular brand or designer, they yeah. have to be in alignment. Like, so it can't be someone who is, you know, like racist or have it goes against my beliefs, then I'm not gonna support that brand. I don't care how good the color looks against my skin, right? Um, so that's, hopefully that answers your question about my style. <laughs> it's what I like, what I, you know, but also um, the meaning and purpose behind it of the creative, yeah. you know? Yeah. I, I would I would definitely say historically, I think the mission is for our style to be dictated, right? I think that's the mission of the fashion industry, right? Um, and it's clear. They literally tell you a season or two in advance what the yeah. trends will be. So mm -hmm. they they set the trend and then tell you, hey, this is what you need to buy. Um, but for those who may not recognize it, those trends are based on um, what's on the runway seasons before, right? Yeah. So right now, mm -hmm. if we're in the winter, if we're in the summer, actually the winter collection is being featured right now to say, this mm -hmm. is what's trending for next winter. So that all of the, and, and that would be what one might describe as the, the, the top brands, right? So the, the top brands um, yeah. are saying, this is the standard. So then all of the department stores and those buyers then say, oh, okay, so we're doing bell bottoms again. All right, well, we won't do the $1,000 bell bottoms, but we will, like each tier, right, we'll make there. So there'll be the $500 bell bottom, and then there'll be the $100, and then there'll be the $10. And that is how it is intended. But I will say that that is not. Um, for, the, for those who align with a specific cultural imperative, that is not, right? That is not how um, we decide on the, our fashion. 
Um, mm-hmm. It's much more about alignment with what is best spiritually um, and what is most appropriate for <laughs> the journey. <laughs> mm-hmm. For the journey. I'm, I'm... Don't close it off. It might, it might just be. It might just be. I, I gotta say to like what Precious was saying. You know, I don't look at any of that stuff. I really don't. I don't. I'm not one to oh that because some things. I don't know. It's, I've been like that ever since I was younger. I don't look at the fashion shows and what's the trend for. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's cute, and that might have been like five seasons ago. <laughs> like, that used to be me. That used to be classic. Me. That's how I know. You know, so some things are classic, and I'm I like classic things. And so I'm just like, whatever. I don't even feed into that. I like what I like. Um, if it looks good, rather if it's five seasons prior, I don't even know what season it is anyway. So you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, I like it. It goes with my outfit. It makes me feel good, whatever. You know, it's safe for me. It's safe for my environment. It's not causing any harm to those around me or to myself. Um, I might like the designer and they represent something that I believe in or, you know what I mean? So yeah. I don't yeah. look at them things. Half of the times I'm confused about the design anyway. <laughs> so I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, what is, is that metal? Is it going right? Like, how do I wear this? Right. Yeah, where does it go? Like, it's too small. I can I, I saw something um that said it, they were. I'm not gonna name the brand, but it was a undergarment and it was so small. And someone came on to a social media platform and was like, "Who are you making that for? It can't be like Caribbean people, you know, because they can't fit this. Like, you know, it's like it was just it, it was so strange, culturally inappropriate for like." women who are curvy and you know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, some of those things you look and you're like, what the heck is that? <laughs> Where does it go? Where does it fit? Right, like, what do you do with this? And have you ever had where it's like, you have a button somewhere and it's like, well, where, where do I put this? You know, how do I, how do I hook it up to here? How do I close it? You know, <laughs> it's like, well, what, what was I thinking when I bought this? And it's like, because it was on the rack. And, right. and you know, your point well to both of your points like you know about like the trending the trends and how they're set seasons in advance it it doesn't even matter we don't have to watch the runway shows and and i have been to um one of the fashion week shows once and i had no clue what was going on i was just like there's people and they're walking and they have on clothes and it's dark like i had no clue like what was happening but it was an experience but even still, and, and, and I was just like, well, who's going to wear that? You know, like, right. but what happens is there's a, this phenomenon. I don't, it's not even a phenomenon. It is an actual reality. It's what happens. It's called a fast fashion. And and it is that, it's kind of like that Devil Wears Prada moment. I don't know if you like, you know, the film Devil Wears Prada where the, the, char- the main character like scoffs at something or she laughs at something they're holding. And, and then um, Meryl Streep, I just her character like literally breaks down like um that little acrylic thing you have on was decided by the people in right. this room because right. of da 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 and it was and and even though it was a film i was like you know what but she's right though like if we pay attention to the fashion shows like it's a small like collective of people at like the top fashion houses um and then they get into like the magazines and whatnot and those are the ones who decide like this is what it is but then what happens is it filters down to, you know, where the rest of us can afford it, you know, to the department stores or like, you know, not even department stores, but like, you know, like a, I don't, I don't know what you call the, the boutique stores that, that you see in like, you know, downtown areas or malls, you know, or whatever. And um, they, they have their buyers and they, they, they figure out like what 
um, factories and whatever producers, you know, they can work with to get the gar a similar looking garment out for mm -hmm. cheaper and much quicker. And, and, and that's what they call like the fast fashion because also the trends, they change so frequently that you can't keep up, which goes to like, you know, what we were speaking about off camera, like the mental health piece, like, you know, like how do you keep up with some of these things? Um, but what's even more is that because they need to make it so quickly and so cheaply, they're making them with a lot of like synthetic fibers, things that are detrimental to our health. And that's like the meat of what we're, you know, talking about today. Like, so not only is it detrimental to us physically and like what those fibers um, and whatever they're made out, out of leach into our system, like through our skin, because the skin is permeable, but also like how it leaches into waterways and, and things like that. So, so yeah, like, so I, 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 you're exactly right. Like, I'm like, I don't watch fashion shows like that. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not sitting waiting for the, ooh, Victoria's Secret fashion show, you know, and I didn't mean to give them any, you know, play, but you know, I'm not looking for like wings and stuff like, well, I mean, there's one kind of wing, but like, that's for mental health. But like, I'm not looking for like that kind of stuff. And, um, but there, it's, it's a big, it's a big deal, but, um, we, it's like it's almost like you, we're not able to hide from it unless like you, unless we are following our own cultural imperatives where it's like I'm gonna make my own you know I'm gonna go and figure out how to spin you know weave some fabric out of whatever material whatever fiber I keep on like go to the material yeah. store you gonna spindle you got spindle? Well, I know on the radio is is here, and if I'm not mistaken, she did actually say she wanted to spin fabric, spin yarn I into fabric. So. She did say that. No, I know for sure. I remember. So she'll be the one spinning. Uh... <laughs> I'll purchase fabric from you. Um, right. She did say in the chat, she would say fashion is how and what you use to, to form your appearance, right? Mm -hmm. Because it is you know, it can be used as a form of self-expression, you know, what, you know, um, expressing identity or, you know, what your cultural imperative is, right? You know, those things as well. Like when we think about um, batik, right? You know, and those are, you know, what's made in West Africa and they come out with designs every year. The same thing when we think of, um, uh, ken ken not kente, but um, the African fabric, you know, there's different designs that come from different countries and they they just the same way um you know the the western world has like oh we're gonna have um you know fashion week or whatever they have different designs that come out and and based and and i've learned this from chief yuya uh based on the design you can tell like where it came from and what year it was you know made mm -hmm. so you know if you're moving based on your own cultural imperative like yeah like you don't necessarily have to ascribe and you can stay completely out of, you know, the, the Western kind of mindset of like what the trends, you know, are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I and you know, I know we're going to begin to get into toxicity and, and fabrics. Um, but, but I'm thinking even as it pertains to trends, the first thing that 
and one of the things that we and I knew were are instructed to do is to not to be cognizant of the fabrics that you're wearing, right? And to not mix fabrics. So what you'll discover, right? If you if you decide I'm only going to look for cotton, linen, and silk, right? Let's just stick with those three natural fibers, right? What you're going to find is that in most stores, most department stores, most mass market, mall, whether it's a boutique or not, you're going to find it very, very challenging in 2023 to find 100% um, anything. Everything is a blend. Everything is mixed with lycra or some synthetic fiber. And right 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 at least 5% it's always 5% spandex for some strange reason but one i know one part of that narrative right so that rational brain will say well this is so that it'll fit better because when an item is you know doesn't have lycra or doesn't have that synthetic fiber um it doesn't fit all body types the same way okay sure perhaps depending on what kind of look you're going for. Um, but I also challenge you to consider the, the health implications of having um, those synthetic fibers woven into what was already um, natural. Um, mm-hmm. Because what you'll find is that, and, and we'll go through it, like some of my researchers, there are over, was it 3,000? I have to go back and look. Um, I think it was about 3,000 chemicals that are routinely used in processing fabrics alone, ranging from fire retardants to, yeah, yeah, like waterproofing agents. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Let me tell you something. (laughs) Right. That was very fire marching. I'll tell you that. I have a story. Let's hear it. detriments to like synthetic synthetic um fiber and and let's let's you know let's like parse out like what is a synthetic fiber you know synthetic is man-made so if you know many of the things that you already know rayon lycra viscose the 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 one we all know that's in everything polyester you know those are like some examples of man-made and some other um examples of man-made um fabrics also come from natural like because because they're minerals so like gold silver glass you know and and yes we are wearing things well not we but some people no i'm gonna say we because i haven't had a chance to transfer all of my clothing yet so i'll say we it is a collective statement we are wearing some of these things um and 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 a lot of the detriment to especially when it comes to like the polyester the rayon the viscose all of that you know with the chemicals that they're putting in you know, and it's interesting that you said fire retardant. I'm like, because they ain't, they're flammable. They're highly flammable. <laughs> like, you know, these fibers, like, they don't necessarily all absorb water or sweat. So I don't know, like, have you ever sweat? And I'm not talking about workout wear, you know, for, you know, for, for, for example. Like, those things are treated in another way. But when you're thinking about, like, you know, your regular clothes and, and, and it's hot sometimes, you know, and you'll have, like, a, Peace, Chief, you, y'all. You'll have a particularly sweaty day because I have had them, 
and you're just sitting in your own juices because the the fat the fabric is not absorbing the moisture. So like they're not absorbing all of that. They melt and burn easily. So my story around that is um I don't know why I did this, but you know like when you have a a flailing thread and you know they say like don't cut it cuz it'll just like, you know, you have to like maybe knot it and tie it off or pull it really quickly so it kind of jams up and then it'll be fine until you're able to actually mend it properly so i decided and this is because i also bead and so one of the things we do with thread a lot of the times we burn it when you're finishing off an end to something like um something you can do is burn rather than using like glue because sometimes the glue can be toxic etc etc and so i must have been beading in this moment and i decided let me just burn the end real quick and it just kept going and then the clothes started to melt and then it was like, is this plastic? What, what's happening? Like I, I'm wearing plastic. And, I, and it was plastic. <laughs> like there are whole stores and I won't even mention their name, but I, I went into this store before relocating to the South and we'll, we'll call them first symbol. So, um, and the majority of their clothes are made from recycled plastic. And the idea is that they are, you know, being like sustainable, like sustaining the environment because it's recycled. Because part of the issue is a lot of the fibers and the fabrics, they end up in our waterways, which is a big, you know, the fashion industry is responsible for, you know, a lot of, um, a lot of waste, you know, um, around, it takes about 2,000 gallons of water to make just a typical pair of jeans. So, like, think about, like, all the things that are going into the water. So, like, their idea is, like, oh, well, you know, we'll do this. But those things are not necessarily the best for our skin and also, like, what we breathe in. Because, like, we everything sheds. Everything sheds. So, like, what are we all, what is also being inhaled into the lungs? So, that's, like, you know, my story. Like, sandwiched in, like, I'm... I burned, like, it started burning, and I tried, you know, I, I figured, like, oh, I'll just pat it out, burn my hand, burn my thigh, like, it was, it was bad, it was really bad, <laughs> and, and it was not even a big hole that it made, but now I just use it, like, to wear around the house, but it, it constantly, like, scratches me, like, where it burns. <laughs> so <laughs> burning like, plastic, yeah. My, like, yeah. my clothes on fire moment. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And you know, when we when we talk about the chemicals that are in our clothes, um, we 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 recognize, right? It's often said like the skin is the largest organ um that you have. And so you recognize that that item was plastic. And we may, I mean, and for the fire retardant clothing, it's actually a requirement for children's pajamas, right? So based on um, historically, from what I can recall, historically, um, I guess with house fires, they found that that the, there were there were in the synthetic fibers. I'm thinking it was probably those footy sleepings, like you know back in the day, those those onesies. Those... That was my first thought. I'm like, oh, the footy. Right. Like what wound up happening is during house fires, children were flammable. And so then there was some requirement that all pajamas had to have some sort of fire retardant. And so 
like I'm giving a little bit of the backstory so that we can appreciate like the intentions were good, right? <laughs> and but then what winds up happening is now you're like putting all these chemicals on your on your babies because the pajamas that you're purchasing are full of chemicals, right? Full of full of fire retardant along with all of the synthetic material that made them flammable to begin with. So instead of saying, no, pajamas have to be a natural fiber um, because those would not burn as easily. Um, and, and just think about it. Like, I don't know if you got, if you all have ever watched, but I, I remember watching one of those shows. I forgot what kind of reality show it was, but they were comparing the, what say it? What was it? No, no, no. It wasn't a fashion. It was, um, it was one where they like tested. They, it was actually like a, like they, they tested the truth about items. And so they were testing like, um, flame retardant. It was actually flame retardant, um, firefighter gear and they would they were testing like like from the 1970s like different era um firefighting gear but i just remember how some of the even though the technology on the newer equipment you know like it they the thinking was surely this will do better in some instances it didn't right yeah. so it just it's just like we may think that we're we're more greatly protected by what we're wearing or what's happening now, but um, that's not necessarily the case. And and sometimes it's really, in all instances, just be aware of what you're purchasing and try to set the intention of like looking for seeking out 100% natural fibers. Like start there. Yeah. They'll still be they'll still be doused in chemicals because just the dye, depending on. Doused, but it's no, they, they because the dyes, right? Like the, right. the dyes that are used. So it, it's kind of like we're just minimizing, right? It's just minimizing the exposure, but the exposure will still be there. I mean, it's kind of like when we spoke about food. We, you know, and and she pointed out peace chief, and she pointed out that um the air is still polluted, right? The water is still polluted. <laughs> So the toxins are still there. So it's like, how organic is the food really? So I think it's a similar thing. Um, yeah. We just have to be aware and make better decisions, right? Yeah. Well, you know, you well, could hook up with on the radio and she could spindle you out some, some <laughs> natural. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> she had to get to spinning. Get to spinning. <laughs> right. Silk. What you need? Got what you need. Right. Natural, natural fibers can either come from vegetables or animals. So the animals that would be, yes, your silk, your leather, your wool, um, and then everything else, cotton, you know, those come from seeds. And like I said, I don't first thing about spindling. I just Well, you even that. had the flax in there, so that's a good that's a good job. I forgot I didn't even think about the flax. Flax mm -hmm. and him. That was biblical. Them. Yeah, that was mm -hmm. <laughs> to get back to Bible town. There you go. <laughs> hey. You like you're gonna say something in this <laughs> I was just saying you can't win. <laughs> no. Nothing is another. No matter how healthy you try to be and yeah, I, I totally agree. It's you can yeah. minimize it. Definitely try to yeah. minimize it, but we're right. exposed no matter which way we turn. 
Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's the goal, you know, is yes, th- we are, it's like, you know, behind enemy lines. They got us on all sides. So, like, what can we do to minimize the effect as best we can uh, until, um, because I, I, I think there are, there still may be opportunities, right? But un- until you can find yourself in a place where you can, you know, make your own clothing or, you know, create your own fabrics or at least, or maybe even find places um, where you can order it from, um, where you know, where you're able to vet, you know, how um, natural the the fibers are or, and even if they're sustainable, you know, because again, we're, we're talking about how it also impacts the environment because like I said, fashion industry is, has a huge impact on it. You know, 20% of global wastewater is from um, the fashion industry. We said, you know, one, $2,000 for one pair of jeans, you know, all that stone washing, you know, all those things that they do to get, you know, the look, you know, that, that they're, that is being dictated, right. Um, That, you know, filters down to the rest of us that, Hey, you know, like, you know, wear this. Um, Yeah. Even the, yeah, the, the plastic just, just got me, like, with the, the plastic clothing. I'm like, everything is plastic. And and on the front, you, I mean, I think when I first, because it's not an unknown thing, right? When I, I think when I first heard about it, it's like, oh, you know, that's cool because it's sustainable. And, um, you know, it, it's about reusing what we, we've already used, like recycling and re, what is it, reuse and recycle so that we can protect the environment as much as we can. Um, but every, it's like, uh, what, are they, what is, I can't remember the saying right now, but it's like, um, it's not the devil in the details, but it's like, no matter, it's no matter what you do, you know, there's always going to be, there's always going to be something. So it's actually not as healthy. It might be better for the environment on the, on the, at face value, like on the front. But when you really dive deep into what's happening, it's like, well, there's still, you know, plastic is still ending up in the waterways um, because there's also the um, overflow, like of clothing, because people buy clothes much, you know, much more and we wear them, we wear them less long, less, less, you know, you know, where we used to, clothing used to be made, you know, with a certain kind of quality where you could have, I remember having pieces that lasted for years. You know, and it was like, you know, I like this because like you said, they were classic pieces, right? So the quality of, you know, how it was made was good so you could actually keep it for a while. And nowadays, like things are just made like so hastily because again, it's that fast fashion. They're not necessarily made to be um, durable in that way, you know, or, or, you know, uh, weather worn, you know, to that, to that degree. So then they end up in a lot of the times, like in the garbage. So that's again, how it ends up in the water in the waterways because of how waste is, uh, um, disposed of or in landfills or another big thing, they end up in other countries. Like there have been, um, countries I, and I'll put it in the chat, but there have been countries, um, over on the continent and Africa had to say, no, Stop sending us, you know, your overflow mm-hmm. of clothes because we don't need this. We don't need, we don't need these things. Um, she just, <laughs> well, she, you know, is it she in or she? I don't it's, even know. Don't, know. No, don't, don't even act. You don't no. even, don't even. You People don't say it both it. ways. I'm like, I don't even know this. So, you know, I don't buy nothing from that. <laughs> 
That was a good setup. She's like, I don't even know how to pronounce that. <laughs> right, right. And they last longer than two years. Oh, wait. Stop buying clothes from Sheen and they'll last longer than two years. Two wears. <laughs> two wears. Two wears. Oh, two wears. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, like I fall apart, things fall just, apart. Right? You get what you pay for. <laughs> That's what it is. But you know what? As you touch on the idea of fast fashion, um, if we consider how, like, I'm just going to speak to like my grandmother who made all of her clothing and made clothing for her loved ones. Um, those pieces were made to last, right? They were made with the intention of letting out that hem or, you know, or bringing the hem up or down so that as the child grows, these items can, can, can either go to the next little one or can adjust with that child. Even the idea of patching clothes, like even if we're talking denim, they were made very differently than they're being made today. Um, and I know we're going to get into the some of the, the mental health implications, but something that one of the one of the articles that I dug into actually spoke about the um, textile workers in other countries, right? In the countries that are manufacturing these chemical laden fabrics and the the implications on their health, right? So they're in the factories where these chemicals are being dipped and they're experiencing um, not only skin rashes and and dermatitis and, and those things, but they're also experiencing neurological, neurological implications as well um, because they're breathing in these chemicals all day long that are affecting brain functioning. So by buying that, I was going to date myself and place me at a specific location. I was going to say buying those Bobby's clothes, right? I don't even know if people know what Bobby's is, but it's like. Well, did you, you say Bobby's? You got to be from like New York. <laughs> Flatbush, okay? Wait, wait, I got one better. Who? That was like a Bobby. I think it might have just been Jersey. What was it? It was like a Bobby's. It's C.H. Martin. Mm -hmm. I don't even know that one. See, that yeah. must be the local, the local one. Yeah. <laughs> what was the other one called? It started with a C. Is it not Clinique? Uh, oh my gosh. Everyone had that. I cannot remember. It started with a C though. I was thinking of cookies, but cookies were children's clothes. Yeah, so no, it wasn't, it wasn't cookies. Oh my God. It'll come to me because it's <laughs> I'm like literally like searching my brain. Like, right, me too. <laughs> you know, um, um, what is? Oh my god, in the Bronx, clickers. Sorry, did y'all have a clicker? I'm a mom musical. No. Is it, is it women's clothing? Yeah, I have seen clickers. It's like it's like the I won't say this. I don't want to name. I don't want to say all the names of these stores, but it's kind of like um. You know that thing in the sky that has all the colors? <laughs> like oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay, yes. Because that other one that you encoded earlier, I was like, okay, uh, I don't know what she meant I by that one. But... <laughs> you ate what? <laughs> eat, to eat, to eat, to eat. Oh, to eat. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good 
important. Yeah, that that's the umbrella for all of the ones that we're mentioning right now. But but and, and I know we're laughing about it, but <clears throat> this this is actually no laughing matter. A lot of the skin infections and rashes, particularly that children have, mm-hmm. you you may be adjusting their diet and you don't realize that until maybe now you'll consider that it could very well be the clothes that they're wearing or even the detergent that you're laundering the clothes in, right? What you're using to, to clean the clothes could be causing those, those rashes or that, those, those breakouts. You know what? You mentioned the firefighters um, earlier and I immediately thought of, um, it's like, it's a, it's PFAS. So it's a acronym for polyfluoroalkyl substances and these are known as like forever chemicals and you find them in a lot of the fire retardants like a lot of places that that um cause like PFAS to get into the water are like firefighter training facilities because of all the chemicals and the fire retardants and things like that and so when you mention like even putting fire retardants in the clothes and the chemicals and all that, like these are the things that are being ingested. Um, even like they, they, you can also find PFAS in like water resistant fabrics. So that's when we get into like the workout gear and the very tight fitting, you know. And I'm not gonna lie, like when I'm in the house, like I don't like to have a lot of things like flailing, you know, all over. So if I'm in the house, like I'll work out in different things. But then after finding out about all this stuff, it's like, okay, well, I have to figure out something else. You're gonna have to maybe hook up with on the radio <laughs> and find out, figure out how to make some durable cotton, you know, workout gear so that, um, yeah, those things are not leaching into the skin because the, yeah, the skin is permeable. Yeah. And there are, there are, um, stretch cotton, right. The, um, and, and I only know this because, um, I had some, I was like trying to research having some um, modest yoga attire made and a component of that had to do with finding natural fabric. And it was much more expensive, of course, than just getting some, because if you get just 100% cotton that that doesn't really have any stretch or give based Mm -hmm. on how it's woven, you mm-hmm. you can't really use it for workout gear, right? Um, because you need you need a little bit of stretch, and so it took some research. But you can, right? We we can find stretch organic cotton. Um, yeah. It's just much more difficult, and like you can't just walk into a local fabric store for it unless you're in New York and you can get to the you know the fashion district then you can but otherwise you have to go you have to go online all the stores like in and out <laughs> yeah yeah there, there were perks to living there for a while um but but yeah yeah i just wanted to to cover that one yeah that, yeah i'm glad you mentioned that because that is something that we do have to acknowledge like finding those natural fibers aren't always cost effective or cost efficient for people for many people and what is more cost effective or cost efficient is shopping at you know cheapies self-included you know um pregnant company included like shopping at the cheapies because you know 
this is this top is like five ninety nine, you know, and and it's actually like okay, I could probably wear this to work to this to this to this, you know, and maybe I'll get two three wears out of it, but you know, um, um because it, it's the short term, right? Rather than like spending twenty five dollars just on one top, um, that that where I may need part of that twenty five dollars for something else, right? But I will say it's kind of like how I explain when we're talking about like some of the menstrual hygiene products, they may be expensive on the front end, but because they are, they are durable. You like, if you're wearing like, you know, period panties, we can even get into that, making sure that looking at, making sure they're cotton because right, they are not right. But you know, purchasing something that may be a little bit more expensive on the front end, but because of the amount of use you get out of it, it, it is actually more effective than, you know, short-term Chaiki's purchases, which actually in the long run will be more expensive. You don't see it right away, but it actually is more expensive. So I just wanted to acknowledge that that part right there. It's, it's a thing. It's a thing. Um, I, I'm going to go back really quick because I did skip um, on the radio's comment. And she said, um, she, she, was, she agreed with you, um, Anushka about working with undertones like they're fun to work with um yeah because true my favorite color is actually not a color that I really wear um I wear the color or colors that work better with my skin tone so but but it is always fun to kind of like play with things um she says trends forecasters aren't actually forecasting for using everyday fashion from everyday people as insulation, right? So like how much of it is those buyers and those, you know, uh, fashion house execs, like actually looking at um, individuals who are more eclectic and more individual, you know, with their style. And then they make it, bring it to the runway and mass produce it. And then it becomes something that's for, you know, uh, for the masses, but, and then not necessarily sharing where they got their inspiration from. So that, I think that is also a real thing. And she also says, um, has she asked, has fashion impacted your health at all? I guess she was asking any of us or anyone who is, you know, watching. Um, I know, she says, I know I cannot work out in nylon polyester. Or right. So yeah. I do have a story about that, actually, um, mm -hmm. the synthetic. It, it wasn't my experience, but my my grandmother is in the Caribbean and um, she got very, very ill one day in, at the end of like her church service. Mm -hmm. And it had it was directly connected with what she wore. Um, she wore it was hot no AC in the church and she had on I think a rayon dress and I just remember um my mother like saying it was that dress like I told her like she she pretty much overheated like almost almost fainted and was just like I'm just so hot and it's because she was wearing all of this you know fabric that wasn't breathable that you know it couldn't you know, wick the sweat from all the, what is it, the, 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 the water wick, I think, I think is the term that's used. It, it, it did not do that. And it actually caused her to have like a spell, I guess I'll call it. She had an actual like little situation. So 
And similar to what you shared, while I haven't experienced anything to that extreme, I will say that since recognizing that those mixed fabrics are something that are working their way out of my wardrobe, um, there, there are still a few pieces. Um, I do know, I actually wind up, I need to get rid of them. I wind up not wearing those things. Because even though I don't travel out of the house for work, I find that when I do wear them, because they tend to be like work clothes, right? I'm like, I am so sweaty. And, and what, what were you going to say? Itchy? No, what? You're muted. What do you say? I get itchy. You get itchy? I get well, itchy. I just get sweaty. And like, but like, I'm like, what's happening? And each time I wear one of those, there are a few blouses in particular i'm just like you know what i gotta i i, I can do better like i can do better without you in my life <laughs> so just making the decision to say you know what when you know better you, you should do better so since i do uh, um i'm actually going to commit to just yeah you know, i have to make a mental note of the color and try to find something comparable because that's it's more about the utility like oh i don't have a shirt this color peach or this color blue, but it's not worth yeah. my my sweat glands being stifled because that's really <laughs> what's happening, right? <laughs> Come here, sweat glands. You know? Like, I, 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 I have, um, it's a lot of, I'm, it's just, I'll be wearing a lot of creams and ecrus and whites and grays. Like, it's just, it's, it's what it's going to be. It's what it's going to be. Like, you know, as I'm filtering things out, I'm like, and I used to be a very, like, you know, wear a lot of black or wear a lot of color. And I like color. But until I can figure out, like, even how, like, you mentioned the dye. Because part of that is the reason where the itching is coming from, too. It's like the dye. Think about it. When you wash something red, what do you always do when you wash something red? You wash it by hand first or you wash it by itself first. Why? Because it always leaks. So if it, it doesn't what, what it doesn't wait until it gets to the water to leak. So it's leaking right onto your skin, you know, especially if you're sweating, it's leaking right onto your skin. So I have to like really be, um, pay attention in the same way that we do food and read boxes. Like, okay, like where is it? What, what dye was it used with? So this means being more diligent about like where I purchased clothing from, like where they were made. Like, and does it mean it's a little bit more expensive than so be it? Or does it mean you just have to make it yourself? Then so be it. Right. So y'all hold me to it, and I, I ain't gonna say it's gonna be this year. <laughs> so hold it, hold me to it. It's on my five year plan. So hold yeah. me to it. <laughs> five years. Point. My five year plan, and we're gonna be changing over to. I'll have all you know handmade clothes. Mm-hmm. Huh? Five years for natural fibers, or five years for handmade? But it don't take five years. To all of it. All of it, like, you know, making sure that it's the, because I'm thinking of it as a complete package. So, like, okay. I've been entirely switched over, you know, handmade and, and, and also, like, making it myself. Because handmade don't necessarily mean I'm No, it doesn't. <laughs> Not made by your hands, right? Your hands. <laughs> yeah. So, those are some of the, you know, really important things that we do need to know about the fashion. Because the first thing you think is fashion and health is, like, esteem and body image. But that is important too, right? So um, we definitely wanted to touch on that. You know, I, I don't know that it's it's anything that we don't know. But what I do want to make sure that we point out is like, you know, there's been a lot of movement in the last several years about like 
body positivity and things like that because we know like the fashion industry has been like a culprit in you know uh, mental health issues when it comes to self-esteem levels you know not everybody is a nine foot tall glamazon walking down the runway you know we all have different bodies so you know there's the whole body positivity movement at the same time we do have to make sure that you know we're not distorting it where it's like well i'm gonna wear that too regardless of my size um and it's gonna be great because it's not always it's not always great because we do need to be paying attention to when it comes to like healthy body type yeah body positivity is great but it, we should always in, ensure that healthy body is always in into that not just like how i feel about it because of how it looks is it healthy is the body healthy so and i know you have some things i, I see the chat I know you had something, Anushka, to, to add to that about like the mental health piece. No, exactly what you said. Um, I think a lot of times, even to what I said in the beginning about how I feel, I like certain colors and things of that nature, but it, to take it to a deeper level or on another level, it's you have to know if it's good for your body, right? Like the materials, like, we all, like we've been discussing, but then also before we get into any of these clothing, like is our body healthy? And I think that's most important, right? Before we go on the glitz and the glamour or we look at television and entertainment and just say, oh, well, that looks good on her. I want to see how it looks on me type of thing. Before we feed into all of that, let's think about our own personal health, like, like health, um, the way we're living, what we're consuming, you know, what we're exposing ourselves to, um, the environment, the clothing, all of that stuff. So I think that that's a big piece of it that we need to really have the conversations about um so that when we do put things on we also are putting it on a healthy body and they're good for our body so that we still sustain our healthy lifestyles um and that keep in mind that everything that glitter ain't gold right so it might be pretty on us and we look great we may look fabulous um but it, it soaks into our skin and can cause more harm to us right so just being conscious of all of that um and also knowing your worth, that everything we see, everything that we, we um, take in may not be great for us. It may not add value to us just because we see it. Um, right. Because we're being told, oh, you should do this, you should do that, you should have this, and you should have that. That does not mean that it's the best thing right. for us. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Because I, I was thinking the same thing. Like, yeah, sometimes it, like we're, we're told, like, oh, this would look good on you. And it's like, who told you? who told you that why are you lying to me like you know and so even think about like yeah the, the serpent is everywhere mm -hmm. serpent will be everywhere you know you have to be be very vigilant and discerning to not let those little slippery words <laughs> in your ears and then rattle around in your brain and mm -hmm. then make you think like oh this would be good for me and it's like no it's not and even if you think so it'll be a short-term high but then really um and, and again, we'll 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 get deeper into this um, when it comes to like body image and obesity and da 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 da. But like you know, but when really it's um, if you had the opportunity to be have a healthier body or even lose weight, you would jump at the chance because this is why we have a proliferation in like waist trainers, corsets, and you know Miami is like the capital of BBL. That is like BBL central. So if this was not the case, then people would not be trying to get like these thick fixes um mm -hmm. you know, and so and that can and there's something to be said about that as well when it comes to like having a healthy body and like what this body positivity movement 
has done, mm-hmm. right? You have to look at it from both both sides. Like, yeah, we should we should have healthy bodies and be proud of them, but let's not be looking in like funhouse mirrors, right? And you know, the thing- oh, I'm sorry, and I'm not against anyone who wants to, you know have plastic surgery do a nip tuck whatever whatever makes you happy and content and with yourself at the end of the day i feel like as long as you're content when you go to sleep at night that's on that's for you right um but for me it's just more so once you do that um what are you doing to sustain your your now better better body right because you can't have the same habits continue living the lifestyle you were living with this investment that you've made on yourself and think it's not going to revert back, you know? So if you're going to do all of that, also just pour into yourself where you're making better choices um, and eating better, whatever whatever healthy looks like, um, and at your pace where you're comfortable, you don't want it to be something treacherous, right? Living healthy shouldn't be like a job. It shouldn't be a, a, a dreadful task. It should be something that you rejoice in and that you love doing because it's for your overall betterment, you know, mm-hmm. um, whatever path you decide to take. Uh, I think it always has to come back to like knowing that you're doing this for self and not for others or not for a particular image, but for yourself to be healthy and happy and whole. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I would say that, um, you know, Yafe, when you were speaking about the idea of body positivity, right? And the proliferation of BBLs. Um, as I'm listening, I'm like, that is such a trick, right? So you tell me I should love myself and I should require everybody else to love me just as jiggly, flabby, saggy, and whatever, flat, whatever, whatever my circumstances are. That's the body positivity narrative, right? Mm-hmm. But then you give me this this the structure right this body type and you say this is ideal and you should want to be this so what part of that is actually positive Positive. right so it's it's like when you said it i'm just like that don't even go together right (laughs) that those two narratives right they don't go together at all and even to anishka's point and i know we touched on it um when we were speaking, I want to say it was maybe last season or two seasons ago, maybe the first season. I know I shared on um, the challenge with those quick fix, and I'm going to call it a quick fix. And I know several people who have had gastric bypass or um, Mm -hmm. lap band procedures. And I know a few people who balloon back up and went to have the procedure, whether the procedures failed and could not be done again due to whatever the the scar tissue or actual second attempts. And my conversation with some of those people who I I was close to at the time was what part of this addresses your relationship with food? Like that, the the mental, and, and these were healthcare practitioners, right? Mental health practitioners beyond the the requisite oh i have to see a therapist i have to see i think it was a, i don't remember if it was a psychologist or just a license a psychiatrist or just a licensed practitioner but beyond that what was required to qualify for your health insurance to pay for this what other supports are in place to ensure that 
that brain connection to I want this to help me feel better or whatever, or even hormonally, how your body calls for certain things um, is going to be addressed. So I think that that's such a, a, a great point for us to like pull on when we do delve into these conversations again, because it's mm-hmm. a hard, it's a hard dialogue to, to approach. I, I definitely think it is, but it's important that we have it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's important yeah. that we have it. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I brought it up, because it, it, it relates to that fashion piece and that mental health piece or, you know, esteem piece, because a lot of the times, like, they're getting these surgeries because they want to look a certain way in these clothing, these, you know, these, these, and, and not all the time is it like high fashion. It's like, you know, the, um, style star, I'll call it style star. Is it cooking? No. Okay. Well, it's, you know, they, the, the, the site that they love to go to to buy all these, it's, it's a, it's, it is a fast fashion style site. Now we'll just say style star. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. How do you say don't go in Spanish? <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. All right. I, <laughs> I, don't, know. Like, I don't know. Maybe I need to drink better. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm sure many people do. They're like, yeah, she don't get it. I just may not know the, the brand. Maybe that's what it is. It's very popular. It's, it's Okay. You just gonna tell me after, I'll right? She about to lip sync. I tell you later. Look, she like, let me whisper it to you. No, it's okay. <laughs> so, I, before we go, I just want to hit up the chat what he said about the red dye, mm-hmm. and he said like red dye is usually applied directly to fabrics, which is why it bleeds so much. While most other colors are added via chemical reaction. Thank you for that. Like, that's important to know. Because I always wonder, like, and there's always a different reaction. I have broken out because of dye in clothing. And, you know, and I always wondered, like, you know, what what is it that they're putting in? But that's an, an interesting, like, and I wonder, and that's that's something to look up. And, we'll, you know, maybe we'll do that. Because there's usually always a blog post attached to, um... Not usually, but sometimes there's a blog post attached to the podcast. So, you know, maybe some of that will be in uh, the podcast, like why red dye is um, applied directly um, as opposed to to others. Um, Because I would think like, you know, something like a black would be like easier. I don't know. I I don't know anything about like um, dyeing clothes, like the process. I'll say it like that. So that's something to like to like pull on as well. So you know maybe we'll put that in the blog uh, when it comes out after the podcast airs. So with that, I would say thank you. Is there anything else you want to add, ladies? I'm actually smiling because I have to share this story. So you talk about color transfer. I'm remembering. So in my 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 home in New York, uh, I had the kit like when I purchased it, I had the kitchen redone. And I had uh, cream cabinets installed, right? They were favorite. I liked them. And I remember I had a, a housewarming party. It was really just the opportunities for like all my loved ones to come over. And one of my really, really loving, helpful cousins said, girl, I'm going to wash these dishes. And she stood up there and washed a gang of dishes. And she leaned her knee with her deep indigo denim blue jeans on my cream cabinet when I tell you 
when she left, there was no bleach, no uh, yeah. what do you call the eraser, magic eraser. Nothing got that indigo <laughs> dye uh -huh. from my cheap denim jeans <laughs> off of my cabinet. Yes, I have had those, that indigo transfer from jeans. Yeah. yeah. It just Ooh. makes me think, like, how does that, how is your body, like, Lee, you touched on this, how is the body, like, absorbing that? Because I couldn't get it off of my paint, off of my cabinets right. at all. <laughs> that happened to me, and I had, a, I bought a new truck at the time, and I had cream interiors. Oh, gosh. And I didn't, I swear I never wore that again. I, did, I never to this day have I put on indigo pants on jeans because yeah. it, it couldn't and it wouldn't come off i was so mad i was so mad that i was like what the heck nothing would yeah. work so yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I can imagine so be, be warned yeah <laughs> be warned. interior of a car because you can't control what other people are gonna wear you know you, you yeah i like, can i'll be like i have i always have a little blankie so <laughs> sit on this towel right <laughs> exactly like you're not gonna mess me and i was an ex Anyway, that's another story. But I was like, "This is my new car. Y'all not gonna be messing it up." But I do that after that experience. I do that. Hmm? Yeah, I said, "Put your seatbelt on and lean forward." Like, don't. Right, right. <laughs> 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 no, but definitely, and that also made that's what I'm like. Wait, if it's coming off the leather like this, what is it? So when I got in the house, I took it off, and I'm like looking at my skin and everything. I was like. I'm not playing with this anymore. So I, I literally never wore those jeans again or purchased anything like that again. Yeah, yeah. I had to start thinking about like, because that was a trend at one point, right? It definitely was. But the dark blue boot cut jeans, like that, and I'm dating myself, but, right? But like that yeah. was a thing. And, you know, because boot cut was before skinny. Just right. Cut was before skinny. That's what we was wearing. Just like they wore bell bottoms in another age, you know? Mm -hmm. So, boom. <laughs> right lol so yeah they was the bomb anyways so <laughs> thank you for joining us we will you know we'll be back on june 27th um with another interesting topic but i do want to say we are going to pull that thread about body positivity um and true like true health right on uh, when we come back from our break in september but in the meantime we will see you again on june 27th so stay tuned and we'll see you in the forward thank you for joining us here at true health live remember to like save share and subscribe leave a comment and send an email if there's a topic if you want to discuss you can follow us on instagram facebook and twitter at true health live you can also listen on DeidreSully.com. If there's a topic you'd like to discuss or hear, you can send an email to truehealthlive at gmail.com. See you next time.